This is Steel Talks, episode one. This episode is titled Branding for Architects. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Seal Talks. I'm your host, Egbenyon Leonard. Seal Talks is a podcast dedicated to providing information, finding new ways, and developing strategies to helping the African architects build better businesses that are profitable and sustainable. Whether you're planning on starting your own firm or you're a small firm owner who's looking at developing ways of increasing revenue, or say you are just a freelancer who is looking at ways of doing things differently, then this show is for you. My goal as an architect is to provide you with all necessary resources and information to help you grow your business while improving the architecture of our dear continent, Africa. So, like I said, what is a brand? You know, we look at the big names and everything. In this particular episode, we are going to be breaking down those components that make up brand. What are the elements, you know, what are the characteristics of a good brand? So, let's start by defining what a brand is. A brand is a set of promises you make to your prospective clients. It is the experience you promise them upfront to look forward to. That when they take you on board as the person for the job, you will deliver this set of promises. And this can be seen from the processes you use in the office in creating the architecture. It is also part of the brand. You know, the panel on your drawings is part of your branding, your logo, the language you speak, the way you generally operate, your ideas, your culture in the office. These are all branding materials. Basically, it shows how you carry yourself, your your composure. It doesn't mean just the staff. It means the entire company's composure. The message you send out to people. Now, that is what a brand is. And some companies literally have brand managers to show how important this process really is to business growth. Because... A brand speaks for itself most of the time. And then again, you have to now show your working, literally. So in dissecting this topic, we are trying to see how to make sure it is replicable. We have seen some successful brands out there. And how then do we create a brand from scratch? You know, as an architectural firm, how do you create a brand that meets you know that is world class that people can literally follow so this topic is going to be broken down into various parts and i'm going to try my best to do justice to it based on research based on experience and based on case studies that we have done and affected over the year so the characteristics first of a good brand is where we'll start from after that we'll talk about what are the elements and then what benefits you derive from having a very good brand. So the characteristics of a good brand, you are looking at your brand should tell your story. Every part is different. 
everybody has different reasons and different motivations for doing things but your brand should tell your own story that is as a firm owner or as a brand manager it should tell your firm's brand should tell the story of your firm i'll give you a quick example say back in 2017 me and my partner obadenuga we decided to start you know create a 3d visualization platform which we named render like a pro as at the time we're thinking oh how do we tell our story how do people know that when they are coming to us this is what they are coming to so the process involved all of the things we are discussing here so the number two thing is your brand should be transferable most architecture firms in this part of the world do not have a structure that allows that when the firm owner passes or I say most because there are some big firms that are beginning to look into that and look at transitioning of power, how someone will, just like how banks work, you know, a CEO operates for a couple of years and retires and leaves room for another person to come in and handle the affairs of the, the company. But architectural firms, or rather the big ones now in Africa, are beginning to look into this, which is a good thing. But we are still a long way from getting to that point because most architecture firms in this part of the world are owned by a single person or maybe two persons or three persons but still partnership and when you have sole proprietorship or you have partnership most times there's no strategy or structure in place for transition so when the firm owner goes the firm dies most times or it struggles your branding should be such that it is transferable third point is your brand captures a niche. It should capture a niche. I'll use the case of Render Like a Pro again as an example. When you look at the brand Render Like a Pro, it tells you what the promise is. You will learn to render like a pro. Or when we are creating your visuals, it will be rendered like a pro. So it should focus on a niche. And which leads us to the next one. It should be unique. There should be one of you as there is one of you on earth. It should be one of your brand. Even though there are similar companies that offer the same service, your brand should be such that it is unique in its set of values, it is unique in its identity, it is unique in how you deliver on those promises to your client. Then, after its uniqueness, it should be easily distributed. Let me use another example, say Chrono Stores. It is easy to share because the name is not bogus. You can tell, okay, Chrono Stores, what do they do? You understand. So basically, it should be easily distributed. It should be shared easily. And then the next point is a good brand should be easily identifiable with the colors, with your fonts and all of that. You know, your brand should be easily identifiable. And then one very important characteristic of a good brand is that you should focus on your company's strength. I cannot emphasize this. A brand, if you are creating a brand, you should focus on the thing that your company is best at. This is simple. If you are good at something, there's a tendency for you to over deliver on your promises every single time. And because you are not struggling to deliver on this set of promises, you find out that your brand make waves and deliver to the client the promise even over 
and this leads to referrals this leads to your brand being um, positioned as you know what it is a success story so the next one is your brand should focus on evoking emotions one of my favorite authors Anthony Robbins once said something in one of his books. he said people buy with emotions and then afterwards they justify it with reasons or logic what this is saying actually is that people I'm sure you can relate with this statement when we go and buy something at the store we're buying because we can recognize it we're buying because somebody has told us about it so basically it's not a logical point of yes you can justify with logic eventually but you're buying because of how you feel about it when the emotions that your client feel it actually revalidates your uniqueness and you know it shows how your promises to them has been delivered quickly we we'll recap we talked about how you should tell your story how it should be profitable how your brand should capture capture a niche how your brand should be unique how it should be easily distributed how it should be recognizable how it should focus on your greatest strength as well as it should invoke emotion with that said let's look at the brand elements what are the things that make up a good brand and these things are simple they are straightforward they are the things you already know and relating it in architecture it starts from your brand name your brand name is the word or words that identify the company basically your brand name should be such that it is easy to know and remember render like a pro seal talks from the brand you can tell it should evoke some element of feelings from prospective clients and then number two we are looking at the logo your logo is the visual representation of your firm even if name is not there sometimes logo is the name yes sometimes your logo is the name and most times the popular brand without a brand name can be recognized just by the logo if you walked into an office for example and you see the back of the computer with the head of an alien glowing green you can almost tell instantly that this is an alienware or you see the back is glowing say white with a beaten apple you can tell this is a, an apple computer so literally that is how brand works then the next thing is you're looking at the graphics sometimes when your logo is missing the graphics or the name or how it is written sometimes it differentiates your brand a very classic example of that is let's look at the Nike swoosh I think that's a good example the Nike swoosh even when the name Nike is not there or you just see the words just do it or you just see the swoosh you see that the Nike swoosh is a very good brand representation because it is now known then the next thing to look at in branding elements are your colors as well as the fonts earlier I discussed how you should you know your brand involve when i was defining what a brand is involves your you know your letterhead your, you know your your website basically everything that tells a client this is me so color and font form a part of it and the primary colors help people to identify you anywhere another good example of a good brand is the nigerian flag when you see a green white green the first thought that comes to your head is nigeria 
But then again, when that green, white, green, maybe they, something is placed on it, then you start questioning, is this Nigeria? So, because of it is symbolism, because you have placed, this is the symbol you know to represent this. So, other industries that are not creative will look at the sound, smell, movement that could be incorporated into the brand. All of, the, all of these can form the brand element, which most times come out, say, in your letterhead, your business card, your website, your blogs, and all of that. So, basically, this is just a recap. Brand element includes your branding, your logo, your colors, your fonts, and your graphics as it is. So with that said, what is the purpose of having a good brand? Like I always say, I know you would have heard it before, that architects are in the business of providing housing solutions to his client. And because of this, it means that the architect is in business to make profit, no matter how you want to look at it. So because of that, it means that you need to position yourself out there with something, whether you are allowed to market or not, whether you are allowed to advertise your brand or whatever way to choose people to know you, you are out to make money. And that fact cannot be overemphasized. So we'll look at benefit of a good brand. The first things first is that when you have a good brand, you have brand recognition. And with brand recognition, I'll just see how I can tie it all together to make you see that the aim at the end of the day is to keep your clients satisfied, happy, and of course, why you are making big bucks, which is the aim of going into business in the first place. So the first good thing about having a good brand is that you will have good brand recognition. People can tell your brand anywhere. Sometimes I wear a t-shirt with the name Big R on it and people look, oh, render like a pro, even without seeing the name tag at the back. So that is good. People recognize your brand. And when people recognize your brand, it positions you as an expert in the field. Whether you like it or not, when people see things over and over and over again, they can relate with you and they can connect with you. There's a tendency for them to feel, oh, this person knows. So that said, when they see you as an expert in the field, they will trust you. And when clients trust you, there's tendency for them to be loyal to you. I have gone from recognize, they see your brand, they know it is you. They see that, oh, this person is good at what he does just by that brand. And also, they, cre they create trust, then the clients become loyal. And when the clients become loyal, there's tendency for them to refer you to anybody. And of course, when they refer you to anybody or more people, it means you have more leads. And at the same time, you make more revenue, more business translates into more money. And from that point on, you can literally charge higher fees because you now have options. You can choose which project you want to do or which project you want to let go. So basically, with that, you have competitive edge. So benefits of a good brand are quite, there are many. With that said, one thing you should know is that working on a branding strategy in architecture, it has to validate your story that you ask yourself. And usually in doing this, one has to be looking at who are you. Now, the you here refers to your brand name. What is, who are you? Why is your brand here? And then where do you want your brand to be? You know, when these three questions are put together and 
you cannot still find a bearing for your firm, then there is a big problem. So it means that something is wrong and you need to do more probing. And in business, you know, in strategic brand execution, the questions of who, why, and where should form the basis of self-discovery for every firm. And the answers to these same fundamental questions will now form the core of the organization. That's the identity of the organization and also the defense idea and how they aim at identifying and aligning themselves. Basically, the purpose, its intentions, the collective who, why, and, and where is basically what guides the decisions that every architectural firm makes. How you invest, what you give time to, and it might be, it might sound funny, but your, your branding focuses also on your culture, like I said before. And this culture sometimes is responsible for why people wake up and come to the office. So, in strategic branding for architecture, no client has, I'll use a very, a, a very classic example. No client has ever said, or I assume, because it happens to us all the time. When you call and say, I want this particular item, what you have simply done is you have put the name over the cost, meaning that you are prepared to pay whatever comes after. So I don't imagine a, a client saying, I want Julius Berger on to do my construction. And then you're not sit back and say, ah, I think they are too expensive. No, you already know they are expensive. But when you hire a brand like Julius Berger to build your project for you, you know they come at a high cost, naturally. You know they have top status, they have a unique image. And of course, they will meet your personal ego because literally, say your client is a politician, he can brag about the fact that, yes, Julius Berger built my house. So the client already knows this. They know these basic things that have the characteristics that goes into the brand name Julius Berger, which is the case today I just used. And when going into discussions with JB's representative, they are not going into that point with to argue about fees the mere power of brand is enough to overcome any resistance to fees so when usually when the client says get me julius Berger," they are sending a clear message they are not telling whoever it is they are instructing to say go shopping or they are, they are simply saying don't compare prices don't go and request for proposals from different companies get me jb get me julius Berger. it is them i want so Always note that the fact that clients expect an outstanding architect, they don't actually expect this architect to come cheap. So the fact that you have a good brand sometimes positions you as that expert. And because you're an expert, you are not supposed to come cheap. So in a regular client acquisition system, you usually have to convince your client that your work is good. But sometimes, often than not, you find out that when you have a good brand, a brand that is reputable, you know, and it takes time. I must mention that a good brand, of course, would take time to execute over and over because it's more like habits. When you do the same thing over and over and you practice, you become better at it. And when your brand grows, it grows with its reputation and all of that. And the more time it takes to convince people becomes less because they can see a track record of what you have done. So a good brand, say, is it's more like a shortcut. That's how I put it. A good brand is more like a shortcut to letting people know who you are and what you do.
So guys, there you have it. My tips or my experimented outlook on what a brand is and how to effectively come on top. So with that said, my name is Egbenyon Leonard and this is Siltalks. Kindly remember that these episodes are here to help us create better businesses. The focus is this create better businesses that are profitable because at the end of the day the architect spends so much time creating amazing products that at the end of the day are undervalued or they are not valued enough so my aim is to help as much as i can because i am also learning in the field to help you know your brand grow your architectural firms be steady you know help create incomes that is free flowing you choose your client because you have a good brand so I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear your stories. How have you been able to create an effective brand? How have you been able to, um, how did you come up with your name? Tell me the story. Let us share experiences. So kindly share the stories, download it. Please, please, and share with your people. Leave your comments. It is important to form a community that helps each other to grow. And that is the only way we can keep our businesses sustainable. Because if you are educating one person, you are educating 10 people. If this message gets out to people, more people are able to to standardize their businesses and make better income and eventually better their lives. I say till the next episode, stay blessed, guys. Thank you.